Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, Big Z here. An emergency podcast. We have because the Lions have fired a new head coach, Dan Campbell. We're going to get all in that on the podcast. Uh, the hiring of the new coach, what that means for the organization, analytics, uh, just all around what it means going forward for this franchise. Is it a dawn of a new era? We certainly hope so. We'll get all into that on the pod. So sit back, relax, grab your Kool-Aid. It's time for the pod. But first, a little intro song about Dan Campbell. In the NFL has got what it takes. No, Dan Campbell. This coach crushes hands down the most protein shakes. No, Dan Campbell. Who's taking the Dolphins right out of last place? No, Dan Campbell. He's 300 pounds of get out of my face. Dan Campbell. Squats. Bench press. Squats. Bench press. Oklahoma drills. Red knees. What? You want some of the Campbell? I'm like Guy Fieri on steroids. Fins up, bitches. Who drives a big truck filled with deer that he killed? No, Dan Campbell. His nose is burnt red because he's up in your grill. No, Dan Campbell. Is he mountain or man? I can't tell which is which. Dan Campbell. Bill Belichick just make look like a bitch. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back with another emergency podcast as the Lions have hired officially their new head coach. His name, you might remember, is Dan Campbell, former tight end of the Detroit Lions and the 10th coach for the Detroit Lions who have previously played for the Detroit Lions. But before we get into all that and breaking down our reactions to the hire, let's go around and introduce the rest of the Blue Kool-Aid crew. So I'm Big Z. Let's go around. So we got UJ. Hey. Rudd Dog. Yo. Gunner. Hey. And then Bob. Yo. All right, gentlemen. So Lions hire Dan Campbell. He um, played 13 years in the NFL, three of the uh, the last three years of which was for Detroit Lions, including the 0-16 Detroit Lions. So if anybody knows what the Lions have been through, it might be this guy. Um, and then after that, uh, what he did after his playing career, he went to the Miami Dolphins where he coached the tight ends. And in two years, he was promoted to interim head coach. So within two years, after Joe Philbin got fired there, he coached 12 games, went 5-7 and seven as the interim head coach there. And then they went on their separate ways. And then he went to the New Orleans Saints where he's been the last five years under Sean Payton being tight ends coach slash assistant head coach. And now the Lions hiring him here. So, and I should also note that Dan Campbell followed Sean Payton around as a player a lot, except for when he was on the Detroit Lions. He always played underneath Sean Payton and then followed Sean Payton uh, to New Orleans. So he's very integrated with the Sean Payton way of thinking, I want to say. But before I get to my reaction, let's go around to the rest of you guys. Um, 
I'll, let's start with you, Connor. I want to get your reaction to this hiring because I, I, I don't know. If, are you fully drinking the Kool-Aid on it? I I drink the Kool-Aid because it's my job, but <laughs> I I got to say I wasn't – I'm, I'm kind of so-so on this hire. I don't hate it. I don't even dislike it, but I don't love it. And I think my biggest reservation is his lack of coordinator experience. Um, and I know we'll probably get to that later, but I don't know. We, we had this whole players coach thing with Patricia too, and it didn't seem to work out. So I guess I was hoping for a little bit more out of this hire. I See what I, what, and I, I don't know if you guys agree with me here is that Dan Campbell seems like he's going to be the CEO type head coach. And what I mean by that is he's not going to be taking over the offense or defense game plan. Like Patricia was taking over the defense game plan. This is a guy that's going to let his coordinators do their job and kind of just focus on like building the team like unity around uh, the un word unity has been thrown around so much in this coaching hire, by the way, and, and the GM hire for that matter. Um, but I, but so he's going to like be managing each group, but not like taking over any of those game plans. What do you, what do you think, Rod dog? What do you think about Personally, the hire? I, I like that a lot, actually. Well, I, I like what, uh, what Holmes has been saying. He wanted like, he, in a head coach. He wants someone who first and foremost is a leader of men. And by all accounts, this guy is a leader. And, I mean, you don't need to know all the X's and O's as the head coach. If you hire the right people and trust in their expertise and, you know, guide them in the right direction, that's what you need out of a good head coach. I mean, obviously there's a million different ways a head coach can do it, but, I mean, it all comes down to the person doing it. Like, Sean Payton calls an offense and he does a great job at it. Not everyone can do that, but I like this. That means he's not going to be influencing – the game plan like Patricia was, especially on offense, I would think, you know, forcing us to do things the wrong way over and over again. So I, I like it. So let, let's take this to our more seasoned Lions uh, um, fans here that, that have seen many a coach come in and out of the organization. So let's start with you, UJ. How do you feel about the Dan Campbell hire? I love it. Love <laughs> it. Yeah, this is going to be such a contrast uh from Patricia. It's going to be unbelievable. Patricia, the first thing he did was alienate his whole team, thinking that he'd build it up from scratch. And uh, just obviously an utter failure. This guy, uh, he played in the NFL for a long time. He understands the players, what it's like to be a player in the league now. It's not, it's not like it was in the old days, you know, when you just told them to do, you know, you're the boss and they're the player. And it, it's, it's a whole new breed now. And you gotta, you gotta interact with these guys on a personal level. And I think, uh, he seems really poised to do that. I've watched a lot of videos of him uh, doing interviews and uh, a couple of locker room speeches he gave and stuff. But I think this guy's going to be a great presence for this team. And I think they'll really uh, look up to and respect this guy. He, he's physically imposing too. I mean, it's, it's not like little Patricia saying there, you know, five, six, uh, all dumpy looking, you know, like these guys are all looking down at, but I mean, he's a big dude. And, uh, and I think he really gets it with these new players. I think it's going to be a great addition. I think, you know, uh, like they said, he's not going to be the X's and O's guy. I just hope that they can hire the right guys around him, and I think he'll be great. All right, let's throw it over to Bob. Yeah, I'm I'm personally uh, excited about it. I mean, obviously, it's an X factor. He's never been a head coach before. But I'm happy to have Soupy on board because everyone – who plays hockey named Campbell is automatically nicknamed Soupy. So I'm thinking <laughs> Soupy. Soupy. But anyway, I uh, I like it. And I like the fact that he's a leader of men and he's not some guru like uh, Patricia where he's like, well, let's stand it on up his genius and wait for it to click. No, this guy's a leader of men and he's going to get the right people in. 
And I like what he was talking about, um, how you come up with the game plan, but you might have to change it from week to week, depending on who you're playing. You don't just have a scheme that you're sticking with. Which we, I we love did to hear, hear that. that from we heard that from Patricia though too. Yeah, so. yeah. but it was a lie. Well, we didn't I, see it. We just heard <laughs> yeah, it. Exactly. I'm just telling you my take. I like it. I thought, <laughs> I I believe what he's saying. I don't know. I don't, he seems very unlike Patricia, and he played with Don Mulbeck with when he was on Alliance. So <laughs> still, he really did. So that that would be kind of yeah. cool if they got. Wait, that he actually did. Yeah, yeah he, he did. Played with Bobby did. Lane too. And I, I hope he brings. I hope he brings back his long hair too, which would be awesome on the sidelines. That would be. The guy's jacked. He he pumps people up, you know, from the people who worked with him. It sounds like he motivates people uh, from the weight room to the field, like all over. He just pumps people up. So yeah, I'm excited. The, the, I love the the Oklahoma drill and pulling back some of those like. <laughs> Old school hard nose, like things that usually don't don't do after high school anymore, like hitting drills. Heck, he looks like the kind of guy who's going to lead the charge onto the field and <laughs> hit the other team himself. Yeah, With, those are the type of things that Patricia was doing a little bit. Was like all oh, these God. hard hitting drills and uber conditioning. Like, are we going to get another article about Carlos Monterez and all the running that they do? <laughs> uh, that that's the part you know that makes me. A little skeptical. Did, did we do hitting drills? I didn't think we added hitting drills with Patricia. I thought it was just extra conditioning. No, it was like all old school football type, you know. Uh, but uh, and that was like right away, and that was what drew a lot of the you know yeah. initial cr- wave of criticism, I guess. Before we found out everything going inside the locker room, that and was stuff. the least of the what should have been criticized about Patricia. If anything, that, that was one of the things I liked about him. But it's how you approach it, too, though. Patricia, yeah. he looked down on his players like they were lesser or something. And this guy, this guy treats them with respect. You know, like he says, he constantly says, they're grown men. You can't treat them. Like, you got to treat them like men, you know. And I, I think they're going to respect that. And they'll and they'll go the extra mile for this guy like they wouldn't do for Patricia. And, it, I mean, there's multiple quotes from players uh, here that are saying, like, Different players using the same quote, like I run through a wall for this guy. So, uh, Jake, yeah. Jake Long came out and he said it was a great hire by the Lions. Uh, so, a lot of uh, respect around the league from players, at least right now. Uh, <laughs> you know, Patricia, I thought, had a lot yeah. of respect from players before he came in, and that seemed to be the total opposite. So, yeah. hey, UJ, the one thing when you're talking about how you deliver the message, did you see uh, Darius Slay's quotes about the difference between Caldwell and Patricia? Like, if, Caldwell had a lot of rules, I guess, but he would respectfully say, you know, hey, tuck your shirt in. And then they'd find you if he didn't listen to him. Where Patricia would be like, hey, motherfucking asshole, tuck your, tuck your fucking shirt in. You know, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's all the approach. You know, he treats some like people that, with respect yeah. and that they'll respond. Agree. I think that's going to have a huge effect on this team. Definitely. For sure. No, absolutely. And, you know, when, when I, again, I, I'm going to use the word CEO head coach because. That that's what a lot what John Harbaugh is on the Baltimore Ravens. He's not an X's and O's guy really, but he's a guy that implements a philosophy. Um, like like it was his philosophy to change to a run first offense because Lamar Jackson that was like his skill type is run first. Uh, so just the, that type of adaptability kind of comes from the head coach, but then it's up to to get the right guys in the building to execute your your vision, I guess. And th- the thing that we've heard a lot in this hiring process as well. Um, with the hire of our GM, uh, Brad Holmes, and then with Dan Campbell also in the uh, in the process, a lot of the use of analytics in football, and both these guys apparently big on analytics, um, and both very collaborative. They they have 
again, I I can't emphasize enough. We we I don't think we know the extent of how bad it was between Bob Quinn and Patricia and their communication. It seemed to be yeah, so yeah. bad because everything the Lions have done is like get the GM and head coach working together because right. <laughs> all the signs were yeah. this was not happening before. Which we heard a little bit about it with the draft with Derek Brown and Akuda and. Yeah, like who yeah. they picked there, and maybe the Tease DeBoer pick because it seemed like Bob Quinn went over everybody's head and picked Tease DeBoer on his own when right. nobody else wanted him in the building. Uh, so I mean, yeah, that type of collaboration like, I, they are looking for because it was not. Th- th- it, I think it was worse than we even uh, got reported on. Uh, before, yeah. honestly, no, you know, Z, like I, I wait, wait, was, wait uh, like Connor, Connor, yeah. I was gonna say I, I don't know if you guys watched the whole Brad Holmes press conference, but like. Everything they said seemed like a direct reaction to Patricia. Like, like it seemed like they were trying to really write home that Brad Holmes was not going to be another Bob Quinn, and that like the direction this franchise was going was like totally the opposite of that. And it's just really curious, like how they focus on uh, collaboration. Like uh, they said that the head coach and the GM are going to make like roster moves together. Like no one's going to have ultimate say yeah it's just a very different approach for this team it sounds like the um, logical makes sense approach <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah no 100 percent. i don't disagree with that at like all. it's the whole philosophy of this organization from top to bottom is changing because even rod wood is going to be working like he said the like, like campbell's not going to just report to holmes he's going to report they're both going to report to rod wood so like, this is like they're they're including everyone at every level into like really bringing this organization onto the same page and not just having like the football level, the management level, the executive level they're, and you know, they're bringing in former players like Barry Sanders and Spielman to build, help build this team. But the whole, they're really actually doing a, uh, a fundamental shift of culture, not just in the locker room. And I think that will have resounding results. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Z, maybe you can answer this question. When was the last time the Lions had had a head coach that was an ex-player? Was it Joe Schmidt or uh, like how far know, back does yeah. that go? You know, I'm not sure. I, I just thought that. I just thought of that just now, but I uh, I think it's been a long time. I can't remember the last time we had an actual, actual guy who played in the NFL, and th- and that's why I think he's going to relate to this new type of player a lot better than these some of these guys we've had yeah. recently. I heard uh, Dick, Dick he was super play for excited in this interview. <laughs> uh, sorry, Connor, go say, ahead. I, I, no, I was going to say, I heard, like, uh, like his energy in his interview was, like, infectious. Like, that uh, the interview committee, like, noticed right away that he was just, like, really excited about the opportunity and, like, what he could bring to Detroit, which I thought was kind of interesting. Oh, and I have the answer for you, UJ. Okay. And this is this is who I thought it was before I looked it up, but I wanted to confirm. It's Dick Duran, fourth round draft pick of the Detroit Lions. That's and right. That's one right. of the greatest head coaches we've ever had in our history. <laughs> what year was that? <laughs> what year was that since you looked it up? I can't remember when that was. Two thousand five. Okay, yeah, you're right. I forgot about <laughs> that. Wow. Hey, one other thing I liked about this the way they did this hire is they had their process in place, Spielman, and they, they had the things that they wanted out of a coach and a general manager. And they followed it. They, they talked about experience, but they ended up getting guys who don't have um, experience as a GM or a coach or a head coach. Yeah. And, uh, but they fit the profile of the, the person they needed. So I, it would have been easier to please the fans, probably to pick a name or something, but they're, they're trusting their process. And I, 
I I think it's going to be good. Yeah, if you if you read all the, like the reports about uh, or the stories about how Brad Holmes got hired, he was kind of outside of the radar. They kind of brought him in because he was a name everybody brought up, but not necessarily someone they expected to leap out to the front. But through the interview process, he obviously impressed them immensely. So these, but, these guys but, seem like they'll work really well together. Just from seeing their separate interviews and things like that, uh, I get the impression that they're going to get along just fine as far as yeah collaborating i love the energy they're bringing though like I just every time i see a holder he's like one pad let's go i'm like all right <laughs> yeah let's do yeah. it i love it there's but, definitely a good energy there's definitely a good energy have you um, guys heard the song about uh Campbell oh yet? gosh <laughs> we <play that. laughs> good. well i think we're gonna put on our intro here so it, it, we're in the middle of the podcast right now so oh. we're probably uh oh, okay. we okay, probably sorry. already inserted it by then uh, <laughs> into that's great <laughs> Anyway. Uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 hilarious, and it was is made five mountain? years ago when he was the Dolphins' interim head coach. So <laughs> is that a mountain oh, or Dan yeah. Campbell? I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but since we're talking about kind of the you know GM and coach and how that all works, I found fascinating what the Lions are doing at the very very top. Uh, and this is per SI. I'm just going to read directly uh, verbatim here. So uh, the Lions really looked at GM Les Needs department in L.A. and said, give us that. Detroit liked hearing from Holmes about how the Rams do things differently, mixing analytics and, an, and, an, and, and doing it in an intellectual way of looking at players with traditional scouting while seeing that he'd change some things, too. In fact, one big moment in the interview came when Holmes was asked by Detroit Brass to go through each of the four GMs and the five head coaches he'd worked with and identify one thing you learned for each of them and one thing you didn't do differently than them. One by one, Holmes calmly, logically knocked these out, gave a cutting, honest assessment of the Lions roster, and a bold plan for what he'd do if he landed the job. And when asked about the hole in his resume, that he lived in Atlanta for a team that was in L.A., Holmes joked that he might have actually been... Well, I mean, that that doesn't really... The rest of the quote doesn't matter. Um, but... Uh, so I, I just found that interesting the way they're approaching that. In addition, they have promoted Mike Disner, who is the salary cap, like genius quote unquote for the lions, uh, to like vice president of football operations. So basically he's going to be handling everything that's not scouting direct related is going to be on Mike Disner's plate. And then Brad Holmes is going to be doing everything with the scouting. So he's pretty much going to be doing what he did with the Rams just at a slight but he gets final say now, not less need. But he's, so he's pretty much doing everything he's doing for the Rams like from that. a scouting like perspective. Uh, and then, like, uh, Mike Disner's, like, his responsibilities are, like, worrying about travel and other costs and then the salary cap and negotiating contracts. And then Brad Holmes is worrying about all the scouting and the drafting. And I think from the pro professional side, too, the scouting as well. Uh, so his yeah. role does they expand a little Disney. bit there. I like that a lot. Oh, They're yeah, in love yeah. with Disney over there in Detroit. Yep. Yeah, and unlike so, and this is unlike before too, because Bob Quinn was everything. He did everything, including the salary cap. Mike Disney was helping him, obviously, um, but everything stopped at him. Th this sounds like the buck stops at two people, and then it goes to Spielman, then it goes to Rod Wood. So there, there's a different chain of command there, a different uh, listing out of responsibilities, I guess. So yeah. that's a big change as well, and th that's not a minor change. That's a huge change. Yeah. <laughs> Huge is right. I like that that, yeah. that that the spreading out of responsibilities. Like this guy can focus just on building us the best football team possible, and not worry about all the little details uh, that go. Yeah, with the, you know the logistics so much. So I like that because uh, 
whatever gets Rod Wood out of football operations is really good. <laughs> Amen, he, he's bro. pretty much to sign off. Like, Absolutely. Make, he pretty much is going to be like, just if the numbers work, great. Uh, this is all on you guys now. I just have to make sure the numbers work for like, you know. Oh, 100%. The, the owners we are like, complaining spending, about this like seven pods ago. Because the, the, uh, if you look at the um, Chicago Bears, they have a guy named Ted Phillips. He's not a football op- he's he's not a football guy at all, but he runs their football operations. That's how it can go wrong. And nobody, no Bears fan you talk to likes Ted Phillips or the way he's <laughs> run the organization. Yeah. And he's been there twenty one years. They haven't won a Super Bowl. Uh, hey, so- what do you guys think about uh, the fact that they gave Campbell a six year contract? They give long contracts. Which to me says uh, they can do what they want as far as like Stafford or, I mean, they're not putting an emphasis on what they have to do. They're giving them some flexibility to hey, make this thing work. Hey, Bob, that's not a, like that's, a one year. Yeah, I, I agree with it. And that's a good segue, by the way, uh, to you Stafford people out there, which is who's us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what do you mean you Stafford they're, people? They're, they're, <laughs> but they're interviewing the uh, quarterback coach from the Ravens who's been coaching Lamar Jackson. And simultaneously, Philip Rivers has resigned, retired from football. Colts really need a quarterback. Uh, I don't know, man. Reading tea leaves yeah. here. Reading tea leaves here. So you know, uh, get Philip Rivers as offense coordinator. He's awesome. Uh, he, he'd be a great <laughs> offense coordinator. But I mean, I don't know. You know, Unrelated. Stafford's yeah. future is uncertain right now. It is, and I, I think you're right, Bob. Like I like that. Like six years. It's not like, oh, you're going to be constantly yeah. looking behind your, over your shoulder here, like. It, these they're really giving these guys a chance to come get comfortable and really work together to build a take on their make their vision come true. So I, I agree that's it's a good show of faith initially. I mean you can always terminate those contracts anyway, but yeah, uh, I was gonna say front, I don't think a, the contract length matters. Right, but I think it they does. They can to fire some them extent. whenever they want. They can fire them, but it's also like you're not going anywhere for the long haul as long as you do your job well. So yeah, but it's not like six years of John Gruden money either. I'm sure he's he's a bargain compared yeah. to some of these yeah, coaches, true. right? Yeah, and the you know the Dan Campbell hire uh, is what it is. I'm not like over the moon about it right now, just because I don't know what to expect. Um, but I think what's going to help get me there maybe is who he hires as an offense and defensive coordinator. Right now, the report. Well, they do have a defense. Well, they they don't right now though. Aaron Aaron Glenn is the reported defense coordinator for the Lions by a couple sources. And then Josina Anderson came out and said, "No, Aaron Glenn, uh, this is the secondary coach for the New Orleans Saints." By the way, he's a 15 year uh, NFL coach, veteran, never been a defense coordinator though. Um, has not chosen Detroit Lions yet. He's still talking to two other teams. So that's not what I saw. Latest, latest I saw was that it's basically a done deal on that. I mean, that's great. Um, if he if he's defense coordinator, I love the hire. Uh, if you read about the guy, read, I do too. Yeah, it, it, I don't yeah. know how much you guys have read about Aaron Glenn so far, but he's like a true student of the game. He talks to college coaches all the time about new innovations and what to do. And obviously, uh, New Orleans Saints have been have had a great secondary since he's been there. Yeah. Uh, in the last yeah, the last five years, get it's him been working exceptional. with Akuda. Yes, yes, get yeah. him working with Akuda. But did he make a yeah, brilliant no call in the Super Bowl? The one that came for the, <laughs> <laughs> the best call ever. Uh, Jeremy no. Fowler from ESPN said today that Aaron Glenn is expected to go to the Lions. Oh, okay. Well, that's that great news. That's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. Well, that's I did not see other, that. Is, are we? Is it the team? The, the thing about the other jobs pod? was that it was more of a. He quoted it and said, the holdup with Glenn has been that he has DC options elsewhere, but Detroit is the clear favorite for him, I'm told. 
Okay. Um, so seems, not final. So, like, so. so keep your eyes open, guys, for a, a future emergency pod. Another one coming it up. It seems soon. like a 95% thing that he will be our next DC. Yeah. And then, okay, so that we have the defense coordinator down, but offense coordinator, it will be fascinating. I would still yeah. like to see Bubble back, but it seems like he's not going to be coming back. Me it too. doesn't seem like he's going to be coming yeah, back. I don't think hey, so. I, you know what? All I no. heard was uh, Holmes has a bold vision for this team, and whatever that turns out to be, I'm excited to go for that ride because if it includes Stafford, if it includes someone else, so at this point, I'm ready, to, I'm ready to cast us cast a, a, away from shore and and ride this thing out because I, I really yeah. like what I'm seeing about the energy and talent that has been added to this organization at every level, and I think really good things are in the near future for this team. Now we should need talent on the field. They <laughs> asked him uh, yeah. They asked him in the presser about his bold plan, and he kind of shied away from giving details, so I'm very curious what it's going to be. He did not say anything about Stafford. keep that close to the yeah. best. He complimented him, but he did not say anything about what he'd do. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, you know what? I Sean just want to say one thing. You know what? It's a great thing about a new regime coming in is that you know the old regime, the Kool Aid just freaking ran dry. I mean, I put my cup up against the tapper there, and like I dry, you know, that it just dry. Nothing came out. Like one little drop that was in it was totally dry. <laughs> now, with the new regime comes in this giant huge truck of new batch of Kool-Aid mm. and it's flow overflowing baby I'm swimming in it and I love it oh baby <laughs> hey, hey uh actually I so uh Big Z just brought up something that was actually sort of a controversy in one of our in our text thread the other day a hypothetical trade scenario where we trade or we get uh Deshaun Watson yep in exchange for Matt Stafford, our first round pick this year, our first round pick next year, and our second round pick next year. So, what do you guys think about that? That's stupid. Well, well yeah, none of That's us would ridiculous. take that. Terrible. Terrible. I wouldn't even consider it. That was just presented by Chris Burke on um, the Athletic. That's why I, I thought I that was uh, Wojo. Mike, is that Wojo. what they're paying for on the Athletic? <laughs> Trades that ridiculous. Yeah, that was. I think you just I threw it up there to cause you know a stir. <laughs> Because he he's actually, yeah, no one would ever take that. He was smoking trade, doobies you know, and thought it would be funny. I've never loved Chris Burke. To Big, be Chris Burke's the best one I think, in my Big, opinion. Big Z, you were defending the crap out of considering it. The other yeah, day. he was. He was he's, now he's, he's all like, don't lie, lie, Big Z. Don't lie. Hold on. I said I wouldn't take it, but it wouldn't be the worst trade uh, in that's... NFL history. <laughs> yeah, know. it was. He said you'd consider it. That's, consider that's it. terrible. I would do it for. Two seconds in a first in Stafford. That's I, I think Deshaun Watson that good. And no. you get two three more years of control yeah. on his contract. I don't know. And he's I seven think we should younger. release the text thread on Instagram so <laughs> we can show what happened for yeah, real. The Let the world decide. <laughs> Maybe if they gave us a first and Watson for Stafford, I'd, I'd do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, now yeah okay, okay. Now we're in the realm of possible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's. I don't think this this new Lions regime would even do do the trade anyways. Uh, but what what would you give up for Watson then? Not that. Nothing. I mean, so what? A, actually, hold on, hold on. Nothing. So in this trade scenario where you got Stafford two first rounds and a second rounder, I'd consider giving up two first rounders and a second rounder for for Watson without Stafford in that scenario because that's like what you give up for an elite player: two first rounders and a second. 
I mean, that's an elite player trade value of draft picks. Maybe there'd be something else in there, like some mid-rounders, whatever. But, like, then you throw in Stafford, who is – even if – you make the argument that Watson's better. I disagree. But it, let's say he is marginally better. So you're paying for a few extra years. Which he's not. And uh, a marginally Thanks, better Thanksgiving quarterback. Thanksgiving game would beg to differ. <laughs> oh, please. Oh, come Against on. Against our defense? Against yeah. that defense, you really. I mean, it's not just that defense; it's every defense in the NFL. It, I would love to see Stafford play our defense. Be much, <laughs> he's much better. Hey, I would do a straight up trade. I like Stafford, Stafford but him. Watson's I'm just better, better player. I you do, said you wouldn't even do this for Mahomes, which is just ridiculous. I would. You would take Mahomes in a heartbeat. No, no, I, I know. That's why you, you wouldn't be a GM in the NFL. Yeah, but for that much, <laughs> I would take why, you still have to put a team around a quarterback. Exactly. Great quarterback. That's yeah. That's what yes. we're trying to get. And that's out why of that. we have Brad Holmes. The, the look at that. This is why I don't consider out of the realm of possibility for a Brad Holmes to make this type of trade because the Rams have done like this. They've traded away yeah. multiple first hey, round picks true. for premium talent, but not premium talent on top of like first that. round Big picks. Z, and look at where the Rams have succeeded. Pack. It's quarterback. Quarterback is most. It's the most premium spot in all of sports. If you don't have a good quarterback, you're not going to win a Super Bowl unless. It, but we have a good Trent quarterback. Trent Dilfer is like the exception to the rule. <laughs> but, yeah. but we have a, a good quarterback. Small exception. We have yeah, a good quarterback in Stafford already. And... You should start a Texans podcast and you can start your little <laughs> well, fan yeah, club for Deshaun Watson. Do that, see because apparently he's the best quarterback in football. <laughs> I like Stafford, but Big I think Z Watson's better. It's all. I, I think about it. I think it's a step <laughs> I think it's a step up to get Watson because the bigger reason is because of his mobility. The youth I get. That's really only the youth. That to yeah, me, that's, that's the, the only thing. real upgrade. The, okay, mobility yeah, I, is slightly. I understand the youth. But like his arm, I don't think his arm talent's on Stafford's level. I I would feel Probably. bad about bringing uh, putting Stafford in Houston though with that situation they got going over there. Ooh, I would feel really uh, bad yeah. for him. Yeah, I feel horrible him for Stafford. <laughs> He'd be like transported back to his early years with the Lions. Be like, <laughs> how did I get back here? <laughs> Yeah, you look at warmer weather. Sending Stafford anywhere, it should be to a contender. That's all he deserves. Yeah, trade him to the Colts. I do like that and, idea. I mean, and our draft preview pods would suck because we'd have no first rounders for the next two years. <laughs> yeah, so. that's, yeah right. right. That's really true. <laughs> do, wait, so I mean, do you think Stafford will be here? I do. I I personally think Stafford will be in Detroit. Uh, I, think, I uh, don't even know. I don't know. I, uh, I think probably, I was more sure of it before not. Brad Holmes. The only reason I'm, I feel no, I'm fairly confident sure. is because of the cap hit we'll take if you trade him. Yeah, the, the Lions will still get a big take yeah. a big cap hit even if they do trade. If the Colts gave a good offer though, I could see him getting traded. Yeah, and yeah. something like that. And you got to consider the future quarterback classes apparently aren't as good the next couple of years. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, you might make that move now, get Zach Wilson, and then uh, <laughs> my guy. But uh. I don't know. Yeah, because if, Who knows if you trade them for some high picks, you could bundle to move up and get one of these top quarterbacks this year. I don't think we're going to get one of the top two at seven. No, no, of course, no. We'll move up. I don't think so. We'll Maybe up. three. That's why I said if we trade Stafford to get the capital, we can use that to trade up. That's what I just said. Ah, okay. Yeah. I but you never know. I mean, the way these draft boards are, sometimes you see Fields falling that far. Sometimes you see Wilson falling that far. Right. So. There could be a guy there, and they have to think about it. You know, right. I have concerns about Fields yes. and his ability to read plays. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I don't want him. But right now, my favorite today. possibility is to get someone like Devonte Smith or Micah Parsons at seven, and then uh, get someone Micah like uh, I don't know, someone like in the in the realm of what's his face from uh, 
Trask from Florida in like the second or third round or fourth round, wherever he falls to. But, you know, maybe go for uh, one, not the elite quarterback tier, but that next level and put a, put a good team around Stafford in the interim and uh, develop a new guy. Oh, just if you're curious, by the way, the odds are where Matt Stafford plays week one of the 2021 season. So, again, minus 100, minus 110. When you hear minus, that means the favorite. So, minus 200. Detroit Lions, four to one Indianapolis Colts, six and a half to one Washington football team, eight to one Chicago Bears, ten to one Forty Niners, and eleven to one Patriots. This can't be the Bears, man. I don't know if I can handle them on the Bears. Bear, the Bears. That, Bears that Bears one has to be worse. I can't believe that. Bears fans like high. them. I always get a lot of texts like saying how how much they like Stafford. Like, oh if, man, we just had Stafford on this yeah. team, would be so good. But that's you know, exactly. That I would thing. not yeah. trade him in division. No, no, way no, 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 no. Oh, wait, uh, no. I was listening to uh, what if they offer three radio. first round picks? Chicago Sports Radio today, and they were talking about Philip Rivers, you know, whether he's a Hall of Famer. They're saying he's had 12 seasons of 4,000 plus yards. And they're like, how many Bears quarterbacks? Zero. <laughs> 4,000 4, yards in a season. Zero. So that's how sad it is there. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. They would love to have Stafford. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. But they wouldn't. We wouldn't give him Stafford. No way. No, no way. No. No. That's why I can't believe it's eight to one. That should be like a hundred to one. <laughs> I mean, I, I, th- I think they would have to give us such a ridiculously good deal for us to give them Stafford. Yeah, they yeah, have to cripple would... their future. And I don't think they have the capital for that. They kind don't. Of deal. The the other notable thing here is that the Lions have nine million dollars of. <laughs> so I think the 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 salary cap was projected at a hundred. I think 175 is what it's going to be, which is five million more than people thought it was going to be, but five million less than what they projected going into the before COVID. Yeah, before COVID. So the lot, or, or, or it's going to be five million less than what they projected to go down. I guess I should say. So the Lions are going to have nine million dollars in cap space to work with, which is good compared to some other teams in the league. Uh, I, I'm going to say <laughs> so, like the Texans, the yeah. Texans, the Saints, the Steelers, uh, the the Cowboys. The, the list goes on. Uh, <laughs> But it's funny that the the Colts have the most cap space of anybody in the league, and then the Jaguars are second. So, hey, can they do in a trade? Can they trade add like like val- money values into a trade? Like where if they trade Stafford to the Colts, where they buy out the rest of his contract, so we don't have it against our cap. Is that like a thing? I don't have enough knowledge on salary cap. I'm just saying because if that was that. a thing, I would be like, okay, you're gonna give us this many draft picks, and then you know maybe we'll knock off a little bit if you just pay the rest of this contract so it's not against our cap so we don't get crippled there yeah mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think i'm not sure how that all works i thought there was some like some like inescapability from stafford's contract because of like bo- like rolling over bonuses and stuff like that oh, it's, it's that dead money that kills them you know because they put off things for so long i don't totally understand it either but uh it's cap wizardry i mean it's yeah it's like magic right. i never understand <laughs> it's um so yeah i i think we're at a good point here now uh where uh you know we we talked this out a little bit gotten our reactions uh you know if, let us know on instagram what you guys think of the new hire uh we would love to hear your opinions dan campbell uh soupy uh, is bob is calling <laughs> him right now <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. new head coach of the Detroit Lions. We'll see who they hire on the. De- it looks like Aaron Glenn on the defensive side. Uh, we'll wait for that confirmation uh, soon, hopefully. And an offense creator. Who knows? Who knows? There's only one name thrown out there right now, and that is um, 
why can't I remember his name right now? James Urban, the quarterback coach aforementioned by UJ, uh, the quarterback coach of the Ravens. Unless right they retain Bevel, right? Keith's brother. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> think so, UJ. I don't think it's Keith Urban's brother. He's not as gifted with a guitar, though. No, he's not. But you know. Um, and I should note that it looks like Sean Ryan, the quarterback coach, uh, for the Lions the last two years, is going to the Carolina Panthers. So that that's a that's a bad loss because I feel like Stafford's played uh pretty well the last two years when he's you know not hindered by Patricia, but he's going to be the offense coordinator for the Panthers. So. There, wow! So, some talent there out of yeah. Sean Ryan uh, that the Lions are losing. So yeah, that's gonna wrap it up here. Instagram at the um, Drinking the Blue Kool Aid, Twitter at Drinking Lions. Please subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We'd really appreciate it. Dan Campbell, new head coach of the Detroit Lions. We can't wait to see what him and Brad Holmes have ready in store for their new bold plan. Oh yeah, say. we love new get bold excited, plans. Get excited, Lions fans! Get excited! Mm. It's, yeah. It, it's oh, is the, that a mountain? It's oh, the it's what, what would you say? This the quad uh, um, annual tradition of a new Lions head coach and regime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quad yeah. annual. <laughs> like, well, like leap year. So they have for four years. You know, like I'm yeah. an Illinois, I like Illinois football, and you know, the, the, every new coach they bring in, you know, brings in a new optimism, hope and optimism, and Kool Aid <laughs> drinking. So, th- but this is the last one we're ever gonna do. Dan Campbell's gonna be our Belichick. Yeah. He's going to be here for as long as he wants to be. And same thing for Brad Holmes, uh, the new Ozzie Newsome, as I've heard a lot of comparisons to him. <laughs> so thank you, everybody, for listening. Really appreciate it. Please subscribe. Please leave a review. And last but not least, as always, go! go! charging team that will not yield and when the blue and silver wave stand and cheer the brave rock 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 go hard win the game with honor you will keep your fame down the field and gain alliance victory